Welcome to episode 85 of the No Hangover Podcast. Like always, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud for the visuals, catch us on YouTube. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcast. Our best social media platform would for sure be our Instagram. That's at No Hangover Podcast. Uh, to keep up with the latest merchandise, new releases, new uh, features, stuff like that, go to our website, www.nohangoverpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You could read it behind Jordan there. Boom. Yes, sir. Ski. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, got my my boys with me. Episode eighty five. Your boy good. Jordan G in the building, front center today. To the right of me, I got my dog Erica Ponte in the what cut. Up, what up? The Cuban sensation, as always, Jacob Venus live on the mic over there. As always, show love to our extended family, XL Tent. Um, if you're on Instagram, he's over there at XL underscore Tent. Facebook always is XL Tent, and the phone number is three eight six four seven nine seven one one one. You need your windows tinted, anything residential, cars. Really anything that's glass and you can see through it, uh, my boy Ryan Gillio can do it. So reach out to him there. He'll take good care of you. Well, and last but not least, we got Skylar Montgomery Kenny from Central Homes Roofing. He's a project manager. We got missing shingles, leaky roof, need a whole new roof. My man can help you out. Yes, sir. Um, he is at 407-603-5553. That's his phone number. He'll give you a free inspection. And if you can't reach him there, Central Homes, Skylar at com is also another place where you can reach him. And when he asks who sent you, tell him them boys that no hangover did. Yeah, yeah. And also tell that to uh good friend Ryan too. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Let him let him know no hangover sent you. Could get you a little bit of a discount there. Yes, sir. Also just spread the good word of no hangover. Mm-hmm. Go up to word. your mom, your dad, your cousins, <laughs> your friends, your dog, anybody. Anybody. Tell them to, tell them to listen to No Hangover Podcast. I don't know about all ages. They'll be in for definitely all demographics. <laughs> Maybe all age groups one day. Depends. I don't know. I feel we like the older some... we get, the less it will be friendly to kids. True, but I mean, <laughs> kids like to watch shit that they shouldn't watch, right? It's true. Big facts. So there you go. Say. They're going to sneak sneak to watch <laughs> us. I don't know if that's good or bad. Either way, love is in the air. Oh, yes, bringing in this episode. It's Valentine's Day weekend. It's a Valentine's Certified Day. lover boy over here to the left. We're going to start <laughs> off with him. See what he got for us. Oh, you're on the left. You're certified lover boy. I can clearly, I know right and left, Jordan. Give me a Valentine's yeah. Day story, Jacob. Do you have any Valentine's Day stories? Um, so what we're we gonna are we gonna start with that? All right, um, <laughs> sure. Why not? I, I thought that was the start of it. No? It was. It was. I guess. <laughs> what um, going on? Nothing. I got put, put on the spot. Yeah, here. I was like, oh. ready for it. <laughs> caught me. Caught me quick. All right, did, Valentine's Day. Let's see. Yeah, I have spent a um, spent a Valentine's Day. Details, With details, brother. Come on now. Certain female. All right, what y'all Won't do? Won't go into the names of the f- said female, but never, never. But yeah, I've spent Valentine's Day before. Um, we it was a pretty pretty chill Valentine's Day, I'd say. Had plans on like going to like dinner, and then she had came over beforehand. We like exchanged gifts and stuff, which was surprising to me because I thought I was doing something cute and sweet, you know, like I was like, all right, I'm not getting, I'm not going to get nothing, but I got you. And she brought gifts to us. Like, oh shit. Tied so one a piece. Yeah. So it was pretty, it was pretty cool like that. I was like, oh damn, all right, these are cool gifts. I actually still have some of the shit. So <laughs> nice. ironically, <laughs> nice. nice. That yeah. held some value that Valentine day. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice day. What about you over there? Mr. Elder Statesman. <laughs> yeah. You got? Um, I've had a few Valentine's days with a few special people in my day, but uh, not recently. As of late, no. It kind of is like oh yeah, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a little uh, yeah, probably like three years almost. 
But uh, I mean, yeah, shit. Why not? Why not? I mean, if you can and you got, you know, somebody to spend it with, whether it's just that day or, you know, it is a significant other, you might as well. It's a beautiful holiday and, you know, celebrating love and togetherness. Some yeah. people think it's like Singles Awareness Day, but Singles Awareness <laughs> Day. <laughs> there's yeah, there's a group out there that wow. feels that way. Yeah, it, I mean, which is kind of funny. Fuck it, you know? single gang. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Wow. So, would we be in that gang today? Or sure would be. Gang, I'm gang. single. I'm not spending about this Valentine's Day with anybody myself. Nope. Yeah. Might take it. I get my mom some chocolates or something like that. Yeah, I was, was going to send my mom some flowers, yeah, especially. But, uh, you know, besides that, I ain't got anybody special in my life right now like that that I'm willing to, you know, celebrate this with. So it'll just be me. But I have had some pretty good Valentine's Day. Right, can you give us an example of said, uh, said of, you don't have to go into like crazy detail, but some examples of what you've done or where you've I gone, mean, what you've gotten, shit like that. Let's see. What was the last one? Three years ago, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't really do anything special. I was talking to this chick at the time, and she was telling me how nobody's doing anything for her for Valentine's Day. So, I'm like, all right, bet. Let me see what I can do. And I ended up just leaving some little... I knew her roommate at the time, so I just left some little, like, chocolates, a little teddy bear, little knickknacks on the bed for her. And when she found... When she came home from work that night, she was fucking, oh, my gosh, you're the best. Come over. And boom. We celebrated <laughs> the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So I mean, that was oh, that was pretty lit. I mean, that's the that's the <laughs> that was pretty lit. Yeah, because I mean, like she wasn't expecting it. So I mean, it was kind of like uh, you, sir, that guy. secret admirer type shit. You know how you, they yeah. used to do that in uh, elementary school and middle For school. You miss those you days. Could send the flowers or the chocolate. Free candy. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's probably the extent of my oh candy grams. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, okay. about. Yeah, you okay. can send them. I sent like that was a high school I had, equivalent. Like two sent to me in middle school and i poppin'. yeah i was like Who shit you could have dad be? got two at the same time it could have risky business oh i mean could've it wasn't at the it wasn't in the same year it was different times but there's uh, secret admirers though yeah. you know so it's like i don't know who the fuck yeah it's like never found out to the two secret admirers see you he got two uh shit but it's like not like i know it's secret so but i mean I feel like that's been the extent of my Valentine Day. <laughs> Just candy grams? Uh, experiences, candy grams as a kid, sending little cards and whatnot. No, I mean, I've gotten flowers for girls before. Um, have I, like, done anything special to the point of, like, a very significant gift or, like, taking somebody out to dinner and making, like, a whole event out of it? Probably yeah. not, but I've, I've definitely gotten some flowers for some girls. For yeah. sure. And I, I mean, was the candy gram king back in the day. Boy, I, you were sending them out. Sending them things out. <laughs> I had that elementary school money. You were shooting them shots. I had that elementary school money. <laughs> it's different when you're buying them, too. Remember you had to buy your own? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a dollar pop. <laughs> yeah. hey, I got about six of these lined up <laughs> right there for that group. Okay. Every, this is for everybody else. This is just a candy cane uh, candy. Nobody cares about shit. that. Nah. But, I mean, what is your take on Valentine's Day? I mean, because most holidays, and I feel like in the U.S. is a cash grab for sure. One hundred percent. Even I'm, like Christmas and like New Year's, the most pointless ones like Cinco de Mayo and fucking St. Patrick's Day, Fourth of July, which I mean Independence Day, but like those are like the most pointless cra- ca- uh, cash grab holidays because it's like. I mean, I feel like Valentine's Day is more significant for women, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's definitely significant if you're in a relationship. If you're somebody that's single, I don't really think it's. 
It's just another day. It's another day. It's not something that you're really paying attention to. I think if you're in a long-term relationship, then it's something that you have to be focused on. Um, Some people take it more serious than others. Like I said, I feel like it's more catered to to women. You you understand what I'm saying? So if your girl truly cares about it, I feel like you have to care about it too. But other than that, yeah, I I, I mean, I kind of, I agree with that. Like, it's cool, but it's not like, I don't see too many guys like, oh my gosh, it's Valentine's Day. Like, what are we going to no. do? Like, uh, I mean, like, it depends <laughs> on the relationship as well. Because, like, if you have a, like, for example, if your girl cares a lot about Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. then you're entitled to care as well. Exactly. If your girl is more like, no, we'll save it for our anniversary or like Christmas type shit. Could yeah. be a setup. Be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. Could be for sure. You're always, either way, I feel like if you're in a relationship at all, like Valentine's Day, you're going to have to do something. Exactly. Yeah. It might be very, you know, minuscule. Mm-hmm. Something. You know. <laughs> I, I said it like that because <laughs> I was scared. I was going to say meniscus. <laughs> <laughs> Might be very small, but you got to do something. You got to like at least you know show some effort. Get a flowers, maybe a card or something. Yeah. I mean, I feel like holidays in chocolates. general are value, valued more when you're in a relationship. It's like you have to go out of your way to do more things when you're in a relationship, obviously, because you have somebody else to. Yeah. Well, it's going out of your way, I guess. But in, if Please, you're in a relationship, you're kind of like willingly wanting to do so yeah it, yeah you're right you're like it's not just necessarily about you and you're in a relationship so you're like you know with your partner or whatever you're trying to yeah, make want, them feel special so you kind of go that extra mile exactly and you have a reason to do it now as well yeah. i mean you should always naturally do it but i mean i'm a hopeless romantic <clears throat> regardless so tell the story jacob you're a hopeless romantic it's true what do you mean one day i'm gonna spoil the shit out of a girl have you once been i burnt? find the right I, one have you been burned before as far as gift giving because i've definitely been burned before as far as gift giving y'all know that but but not on valentine's day i wouldn't say burned like when i give a gift i'm not expecting a gift back i'm not saying it in that sense but like you give a gift and then well i guess i guess i am looking for something you get a gift and you're kind of let down by the person in a sense or it doesn't go your way and i'm not talking about from like Um, a physical or sexual manner i'm talking about like yeah just in general going to the next level with the person because you truly like them and then they're like, yeah, I don't feel it the same way. I mean, I just spent sixty dollars on a gift to get uh, shot down. Because nah. <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not really a gift giver like that anyway. So if I'm giving a gift, I, like I know that like they fuck with me and like we fuck with each other. Yeah, Eric don't trick. <laughs> I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really one to gift. I'm, I just, I don't know, like because like different love languages and shit like that. Like sure. I'm like a lot of people. One of them is like receiving gifts and mm-hmm. shit like that. I'm more of just kind of you know. I like touch and like words of affirmation and shit like that. Like as long as you're showing me that you fuck with me, then I don't really need like a gift is cool. Like I'm not going to turn it down or anything, mm-hmm. but like that's not what I'm looking for. Some people's love language is that they need to be showered with gifts and shit like Correct. that. And to me, that's like, I don't know, it's too superficial. Well, like, I mean, I feel like that's more of your uh, personality overall. You're not really a materialistic person no, with most things. So not. I can, yeah, I can you're understand more of, that. You're more of time me. and effort rather yeah, than. Exactly. Yeah. Show me that, which you, I mean, show me that you care. Yeah, Correct. Which a lot of people, care. you would, I mean, I would hope a lot of people were like that. But a lot of people are materialistic yeah. in a sense where like they want to be kind of right. like. Not buy shit for me to show me that you love me. Not, yeah, like they want to. They're kind of flexing, basically. Like they want to show it off as a, like, oh, look what they got for me. They mm-hmm. love me this much. Like, mm-hmm. or you know, maybe they. And I feel like it's more women that are not all women, and not only <laughs> women. Let me prefix this, please. Let me prefix this. But I feel like for women, gift giving seems a little bit more special to them than it is for men. 
Because men, I feel like, are harder to please. Like, we're harder to shop for. We're harder to surprise. I don't even think that. I just think we're just simpler. Like That, that like it does, Like, it doesn't take much. For me, at least, I can speak for myself. It doesn't really take much for me to be, like, satisfied. It was like, like, today, I was just chilling in my room, had my little, you know, little snacks, had my little food, and I was, you know, like, this is a great day. watching <laughs> TV, and I was, like, good to go. I was set. Like, it don't, it doesn't take much for me to be, like, yeah satisfied and be like oh my gosh like content and shit like that like i'm chilling right. it's a lot it's just a lot easier to satisfy me in that sense right Which, and, and again like you said this is not all women but mm-hmm. i feel like in just kind of like that world it is just more you know looked upon as like amongst themselves like in their friend groups and shit like that it's like okay like you said like look at what they got me like mm-hmm. look at you know this is what i got look at what so-and-so did for me as right. compared to what your so-and-so did for them and I don't know. And again, I'm, you know, just kind of talking out of my ass a little bit. I mean, we'll see it we in days to come. Right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we'll see it in days to come. Like, oh, yeah, people are going to be posting on Instagram yeah, yeah. and doing this. And we've been I've been seeing it already since yesterday. Like Valentine's Day weekend begins. And I don't see any guy posting that. Of course. Every time I, I I just see all <laughs> ladies just posting like, oh, look at my Valentine's Day weekend. That's posting true. of this and that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, again, that's kind of like that's the you know, society that we live in is, you know, post everything, but, and like flex and, you know, try and one up the next person. But exactly. And that, that's what social media has provided. Like the social media platform makes everything a competition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So gift giving is now a competition. Proposals is now a competition. Bridal shot. Like everything is a competition. Gender reveal. Gender reveal. Yes, fucking who can I mean, do we've, it we've talked about this. Way. We've talked about this though, where right. like social media as a whole has been, it's kind of changed change the way society views everything like they're only putting out the best version of themselves mm-hmm. they're only going to show you basically what you all were saying like their flexes or something they just did they're not going to show you their everyday day-to-day lives you know you hardly ever see someone just posting a random selfie of them yeah. looking like busted as fuck yeah. you know it's them done up it's <laughs> yeah, you know looking good looking yeah good like Graham. shit even me i mean i don't well i don't Flex post i don't post me. nothing anyways but <laughs> I'm, I'm saying like if i were to post like a random ass selfie yeah. during the, my work day when i'm dusty as hell like fuck it though yeah i should fuck do it one of these days no, fresh off a tear out i don't know i just dripping just like, it is weird though it is weird just like Cause I feel like if you were to bring this up to people, they would deny it. Like, no, no, it's not about that. It's not, you know, whatever. Cause they're posting. I'm not trying to one up people or whatever. I feel like most people, like, if you ask them, would deny it. Yeah, most but people like, say they're they're posting it for yeah, themselves. Yeah, but behind closed doors, it's like, I feel like the reason that we post it on Instagram validation is for validation. Is for you know how many people who's gonna look at my shit. You know, maybe I posted this because I saw this person do this for their significant other and now right. now look at what my significant other is doing for me haha ha, like well everything is a trend and a challenge now on social media too so once one thing catches on everybody's gonna follow so yeah. I feel like with gift giving things become a trend exactly too. and that's why like for me personally that's why I don't like you know doing all the gift giving all the time and doing you know all that shit all the time because it loses its value to me true like if you are constantly all the time like giving gifts constantly you know showering people with affection and constantly 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 to me it just it loses its luster and it loses its value to me it's like true and that's hard to maintain you always have to live up to that exactly exactly and like i get it like i'm not saying that don't you know be fucking cold stone and fucking don't do shit and you know i'm just gonna be a you know blank face all the time but like for me it's a little bit when you know pick and choose i feel like that's what keeps people in a relationship like i guess 
interested or like keeps people because i mean at a certain at a certain point like there's going to be dull periods when you're with somebody for long enough there's going to be dull moments i feel like when you like you know space out the special moments and do it more sporadically it you know it gives the relationship a little bit more umph and like a little bit more like keeps you on your toes a little bit more right and you want things to be spontaneous Mm -hmm. as well i think that keeps things fresh especially Mm -hmm. in a relationship that you've been in for a long period of time Mm -hmm. you have to have things where you can just pull out of the bag in a sense you know at the right moment but yeah. if you're doing it all the time then like you said it's not special anymore yeah so you gotta do like random that. date nights like if, exactly. it, if it's like a set thing like you kind of some people might actually freaking dread the night they're like yeah. fuck another date night yeah you because know? it seems it seems <laughs> oh, forced God, but it seems not. forced uh, exactly was, was like what i'm trying to mean like yeah, if you're doing something for don example, julio's again <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, if you do something every week and it's yeah. like if it like i mean it started probably as oh this is our special spot whatever right and then it turns into like again like yeah, she again. just gets i mean that's with everything though that's with people that's like, even, like i mean a perfect example that i could relate it to is working out like if you go and do the same workout every time that shit is gonna you're not gonna it's not gonna be enjoyable to go to the gym your muscles are gonna plateau shit like that things are just gonna level out but if you go one week do this workout for two weeks the next two weeks you change it up do different workouts you you start you know, it's a little bit more exciting to go do what you're going to do when you when you have new things coming. True. And like, and you know, back to the gym analogy is like, that's kind of like your partners. Like if you, you and the partner are doing the same thing over and over again, shit gets dull. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's, I mean, for, you know, if I could make an analogy to, you know, make it easier to understand, but like, it, I, f- I mean, it's just. Yeah. I mean, gotta, I feel like that's the hard part of relationships is keeping things fresh. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know because I haven't been in many relationships. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, outside looking in. And I feel like being around somebody for a long period of time, like you said, and doing the same thing all the time, yeah. having to keep it fresh. I mean, you only have so many options. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? But I think if you know the person that you're with pretty well, you know exactly what to do yeah. and what things will make them tick, mm-hmm. make, what things will make them feel special. So. Make them happy and, you know, satisfy your significant other's needs, I guess. Boom. Right. That's what Valentine's Day is all about. Well, Jacob hey, just admitted that he's a hopeless romantic. He's gonna he be said that I've said that he plenty said of times. Oh. I'm kind of on that same boat, but... Like, I, I like doing nice shit. It's yeah. just I haven't necessarily found someone that I, exactly, I'm going to do nice, do shit, nice for. shit for. Honestly. Like, like, I feel like I end up doing nice shit for the wrong girls. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> what, most of my situations. But that's what most people is like, you know, some, when you, some, when some, you do some, that some and it... And it you know, bites you and it comes back and bites you in the ass so many times. You're just kind of like, oh, well, now I'm going to I'm really choosy and picky on who I'm going to do this true. shit with. That is true. But then I also get to a point where like, you know what? Fuck it. I might as well. I'm not going to hold that. Let that yeah. shit hold me back. And then boom. Wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Nah, it's only been maybe maybe twice, I would say. I would say like two times that I've given a gift and I'm like, yeah, should not have done that. I feel kind of dumb now. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. I was young. That's like high school shit. Yeah, I mean, it's rare when I buy gifts, though. Like, the times I do, it's like, it's just genuine. Like, this, I wanted somebody to have a gift. Like, I've done yeah. it, like, for for example, like, if I ever bought, like, a Christmas gift or something. That's, like, a genuine thing. Don't be looking at me like that, Jordan. <laughs> it's a genuine thing. Like, I wanted, you know, someone to have the Christmas gift. Yeah, that's true. Fuck, speaking of, I just thought of, like, I did buy somebody a gift, and it came back. Not really bit me in the ass, but it didn't really, like, pan out how I wanted to. When uh-huh. I came back from the cruise and I got oh, that yeah. little jewelry box, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, that was, shit was fucking. He was holding on that. I was like, fuck. Yeah, that one. It was, and that. it was like just a little jewelry box. It wasn't anything like that, but I was just like, damn, like, 
Yeah, that one was kind of that, cold. That fucking switched up quick. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, was that a complete was 180. And I was like, yikes. That was cold. Because <laughs> you, you, you went to a totally different place thinking I, one thing. Yeah, I went. So I went on a cruise thinking that we were cool. Everything was cool. Like, we were all good. Like, she was flowing fine. I come back and it was just like. Yeah, I couldn't even barely get her to text me back, so I was like, right. "Ooh, well." And then you came back with this. Yeah, reality I fucking hit me box. quick. That was there. The like, thing is that I told her, "It's like, listen, like, can I at least like see you so I can at least give you this gift? Like, I got you a gift. Let me at least give it to you." No, <laughs> that shit didn't fucking. That shit yeah, was. That was I was like, "Yeah." I hope she listens to our podcast and be like, mm, "I kept your jewelry box." She does. She might she does. actually. Oh, there you go. I'm pretty so sure she go. does. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, you live and you learn, but I mean, literally, honestly, like it was just a jewelry box. Good thing it wasn't anything that was like super fucking like. Thank God, like, actually, that's never happened. You know, yeah, I've never gone above and beyond. You know what burned. fucking hurts when you see those videos on fucking Instagram or wherever people proposing and the girls like, no, 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 and I'm just like, Joe Biden. Yeah, no. Like that shit looks like it's fucking rough. Like, imagine you thinking this is the girl for you. You about to propose? Which I mean, in that case, you should really like. You should no. have, a, have a conversation or at least bring it up in conversation and know what the, the girl's well, correct. feeling. Yeah. Correct. You should know. But imagine in that moment, you're about to get down on one knee. I'm about to ask this girl to marry me. I want to spend the rest of my life with this woman. And then she fucking shuts that shit down. I would like, close that no. box and that would be, literally be the close of the relationship. <laughs> it would have to. How do you like, come back from I'm that? Not, I'm not. You can't. You can't. I'm <laughs> not. I'll be like, well, that's the biggest dub of my life. <laughs> that happened to Joe Budden on national TV on Did VH1. Really? Yeah. He proposed to Tahiri in the middle of Times Square on VH1 primetime, 8 o'clock. And Love and Hip Hop was... It's still pretty big, but at that time, yeah, everybody was, was watching. Yeah. And he got denied on national TV. She told him Ouch. no in the middle of Times Square. Ouch. But it's also got to be like, <laughs> I mean, Fuck. I don't know what the reasoning behind her saying no, but I feel like it's also got to be in the relationship. Like, for example, I can if, explain if you're a dude and like you fucked over this chick a bunch of times That's and, what it was. and then you decide to yeah. marry her, uh, he was trying to save, I could see trying that. to save face. Uh, Correct. Yeah, so, but yeah. Even, okay, but if it's in that case, then why even fucking... Correct. I could understand why the chick would say no. Like, uh, fuck, I'd been like, fuck you. That's like... That's like buying a dog to save the marriage or having a kid to save the marriage or something like yeah, that. that like, it's shit. just like, it was more of those, like, I'm going to clean it up now. Don't worry. Like I'm taking shit seriously type of things. And she was like, yeah, you're a bullshitter. <laughs> it's not happening. Joseph. Uh, fuck, fuck with Joe Button though. Everybody in the world has made fun of him for that. So Good. I mean, shit. He deserves it. Look at him now. I really know the guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's doing pretty Joe good. Joe Budden had a lot of majority of his early career were just moments of him like getting shit on, getting shit on, or just looking crazy. And then podcast popped, head. and yeah. he has been lit since. But he's always been lit. It's just more on the like picking on Joe, laughing on Joe at Joe Manor for a while. And now it's like he holds a lot of weight in what he says. His and opinion. His yeah. opinion. I mean, he made his opinion count, like matter. Correct. So. What we're cool trying to, to do here. Hey, hey. hundred percent. Cool to see that transition. But he's a lover boy for sure. Majority of his music is about loving girls and being in a relationship with girl relationships with girls and all of his love and hip hop shit was obviously I mean, say, his deba- debacle with women. Shit, yeah. I mean that's a I would say we're all pretty uh, like we're <clears throat> not I probably not to that obviously not to that level, but we, we you know, we like to dabble and we have like women is a you know a prominent thing in our fucking where are you yeah, going with this across the board. <laughs> I mean that's where I'm going with it he's that Joe Budden you know I'm literally a lot hiding about behind the mic I'm like where are you going with this like that and it's like what 
I mean, we talk about a lot of relationship on here. We, we talk do. about our fucking experiences with women and, you we know, do. the wins and the losses and the fucking, ah, maybe we shouldn't have done that, but yeah. fuck it type shit. So, I mean, like. Yeah. I feel like every experience is a win. You learn from it. We love women. I mean. We, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we well, I mean, we every you, I can, uh, experiencing but, that is yeah. I don't know if every downs. experience is a win. There's always a lesson, but that doesn't mean it's a win. Yeah, I'm gonna say okay. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with There's you. There's some hard There's, lessons that I'm like, fuck. I did not have to learn it this way. Like honestly, <laughs> why would it, I did it have to go down like this? <laughs> honestly, but I mean, yeah, I've learned some hard lessons. I'm glad I learned them both. Glad I learned them. You and me both. Honestly, put Valentine's Day. I feel, I feel like, like that's the, it. Great time. I feel like the hard lessons are the ones that we stick to the longest. Of course. The hardest people, the most difficult, I would say just flat out, the most difficult women that we've had in our lives are the ones that we've learned the most from. Obviously, but we've tried the most with as well. Yeah. But I would say this because, I mean, mean, I'm like this, that when I'm in a situation like that, I tend to, you know, be all in until I feel like I have no yeah, more to give until I am emotionally exhausted and I just cannot give anymore. And that's where, I mean, you know, it could be good in a sense, but most times it's not, it's been bad because I haven't like, you know, there's not been any real like long lasting relationship that's come from me. Right. True. Which I mean, you well, know, depend- and it, it depends how you look at it, but it depends on your emotional cap too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like I have a pretty high emotional cap. So I deal with, a, I'll put myself through a lot of shit that is unnecessary. I'm just like, well, I mean, well, I feel like it also depends how you go into the situation. For instance, you go in wholeheartedly. Yeah. Sometimes me and Jordan will fuck up cause we'll be go in one foot. In. <laughs> it's like one foot in one foot out type of thing. Yeah. Like I'm we're here, trying to give, we're trying to give effort, but like, we're scared of what could happen. I so mean, we got one foot, you know, yeah, already yeah. out the door. Like, I'm gone yeah. if you say something that's yeah. going to piss me off. You're looking for an out, essentially. Yeah, Eric is more like... He's wholehearted about it. Whatever repercussions come with this, like, I'm willing to go through yeah. it. Which, I mean, that's me just... Me and Jacob are more like... Mm, that's Eric with everything, Something, though. Something different on that side. I don't know if I'm ready to face. You with the gym, you with the podcast, you're wholeheartedly... Like, when you I don't like, care I can't, for something, you go shit. in it all the way. Because when I have fast shit, like, it's, like, it's not... It's very, very clear when I'm half-assing shit. Like, it's very hard for me to kind of hide that my, you know, my lack of enthusiasm or my lack of motivation. Like, more times than not, like, when I'm genuinely excited, like, and I'm genuinely into something, like, it will show. When I'm genuinely, like, I do not give a shit, like... It's going to be everywhere. It's just like my face is like this and I just don't yeah, like you, it. Doesn't, Eric does not have a poker I, face. I, he could not play poker. I don't fucking. I just it's very hard or yeah, very hard for me to, you know, hide my lack of enthusiasm or, you know, my over enthusiasm. Yeah, you, can't, you can't hide your emotions well, which is actually I'd feel like it's more of a quality for you than a fault. But yeah, I in, mean, and like in most cases, yeah, I mean, I mean, most. Most traits about people have come back to bite them in the ass or it's, you know, done good for them. Like, you know, yeah. just like this, like my, you know, my lack of not being able to have a poker face certain times has worked out for me. But there's also been times where it has come crashing down on me and it's just like, well, fuck, like I should have handled that better. The things <laughs> just, people love you for the same reason they, they hate, hate you. you. Yep. That's yeah. an honest statement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like true. you said, like. When you're overly excited, we love it. But when you're in a bad mood, like we we do not we don't like it. <laughs> we do not like it. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I tell people, like when because I don't really get mad for a lot of shit. And like when I hang out with people that don't know me that well or aren't around me like that, it's like I can't really imagine you mad, blah, blah. I'm like, 
you don't really want to. It's not fun for anyone. Like it's not fun for anyone. Like, it's not. I, like it's really I, annoying. Yeah, I can kind of like, I can bring the mood of the room down real quick if I get pissed. That is true. And it's you know it's well, a good well, thing or it, like yeah. you said it's a good and bad thing. Like people are gonna like me for it, people are gonna hate me for it, but you know that's who yeah. I am. So fuck them. Well, you're a catalyst for a lot of. St- I'm sorry to cut you off. You're a catalyst for a lot of stuff. I've told you that before though. Usually in the group, like if your energy is high, usually everybody's energy is high. But if you're down, like it dissipates the energy of the room. Correct, because it's very hard to get. When Eric's down, it's very hard to pick him up, like energy-wise. Yeah, he's uh, the, whenever he wants to type person. Yeah, like he, he snaps out. Correct, which, uh, I mean, I mean, we're all kind of like that. Like, for instance, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to just be in a bad mood. It's very rare for me to be yeah. in a bad mood, but when it yeah. does happen, I'm just in it. Like, but that's yeah. why I try to remove myself when I know I'm in a bad mood. Like, I'll, sure. like, I'll just be gone away from people. True. It's like, and you know, when I'm ready to talk about shit, I'll come talk. And he, if, he comes if out I of could, his cocoon, and if He's I could, like, and right. if I like, you know, what's it called? Resolved it within myself, then you know that's it. And if anyone wants to ask questions, I'm down. But like, that's why, I, like, when I know I'm getting in moods, of just, I'll be back. Let me, let me, you know, let me catch myself real quick. Let me, you know. Yeah, you're cut off too. Like, yeah. like more with you. Like when you're in a bad mood, it's more comical to me. I feel like I can fuck with you more. And like, you'll you'll give me something here and there with Eric. Like. You can try and get him out of the mood and be comical, but if he's not feeling it, he's. Not I mean, but you're the, you're, like, the, you're the same way, give you, especially when it's y'all too. Yeah. It, if like one of you is in a bad mood, the other is not going to be able to get you out. For instance, like y'all can't talk yeah, to each other if y'all are in a bad mood. That is true. With me, yeah, I could still go over. Like I could still see anybody in a bad mood, and I'll still be cordial, still be you know, mm-hmm. there for whatever I have to be there for. And yeah. most people won't even be able to tell. Some I, I can hold my emotions pretty well to where I usually have high energy, though. Like, I, I'm hardly ever, like, in a bad mood. Yeah, it's rare. It's rare. That's why it's super noticeable when you are. Just the slightest Well, for y'all, thing. for y'all it is. For other people, they don't fucking, can't, they can't see shit. That's true. They're like, oh, you seem so happy. And I'm like, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed right now. But yeah. no one can tell. I can tell, baby. Which I is the same tell. until, you know, I've recently, of my recent years. It was the same always with drinking What? that no one could ever tell about when my younger days of me drinking. Like, for oh, example, if I was, yeah, if I was partying, no one could tell I was getting fucked up or I am fucked up. And I was like, it's one of those Drake moments. You're just staring at yourself in the mirror. It like, was a skill. It was a skill. Yeah. He never really got sloppy, it. slurred his words, overly aggressive, over, overly excited. He was pretty much the same, just drunk. <laughs> yeah. Me, you could always, I can hold it better now, but like, you'll still know if I'm lit or not. I'm either overly talkative or I could be aggressive or I become obnoxious, but like, (laughs) maybe I'm not slurring my words or I'm making sense. You understand what I'm saying? But there's something that's going to come out and let you know that. He makes sense, but he goes back to the same point at least 17 times. I do. That's how you can know he's lit. (laughs) It might make sense, but you've heard the same thing (laughs) 17 times. And I think I'm so intellectual when I drink, too. It's ridiculous. I I feel like most people do. (laughs) I really like I'm making sense right now. I know I am. I know I am. Which is, which is great about the podcast because we'll, we'll hear ourselves in earlier episodes when we would drink some a lot. Yeah, we, could hear, we could hear we ourselves. We bring that back. Fuck. We do, but I was going to say, thank God we moved the show. <laughs> episodes are starting to get a little, getting, little crazy. They're getting rowdy. They were getting rowdy. <laughs> Towards the end, they are getting a little rowdy. Yeah, Especially <laughs> after. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it again here soon, but yeah, it's good to course. clean it up for a few weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like we made no hangover. We got a cup. Spilling liquor. That is true. On our logo, so fuck. That is true. But we never spill liquor. Boom. Mm-mm. 
I have a couple times actually. When this she year, just fell straight out of my I hand. <laughs> Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta's the funniest time oh, ever with God. that. This, this is Eric. He dropped Fuck a full it. cup. This is Eric. On him. Like, honestly, oh. red honestly, solo cup. Honestly, Go. like I don't even like we are just chilling, and I don't even know. Like I just lost function in my hand real quick, and just cup fell out of my hand and spilled all over my shoes. And I was right next to him, so I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, that shit was. Speaking of Atlanta, you just got back from there. I did. I just came back from the ATL. How was that? Six and a half hour, six and a half hour trip. That shit was long. Um, it was a good time. Spent time with the fam. Got to kick it with my dad. Good old you know, pops. Chop it up. Papa grades. Get some get some wisdom from my old man. Uh, laugh about some old memories. Kick it with him and his wife and my stepbrother. So it was a good time. Ate some good food. Made some money up there. Just spent quality time, really. I'm being honest, you know what I mean? It was cold as shit. Cold oh, as shit. It, it's cold yesterday, everywhere except here. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday was really cold. It was cold and rainy. It was like 35, windy and rainy. Uh, I hate that. All day. And I'm like, Jesus. I don't miss God. Washington for that. That shit was fucking me up. And then I drove back today. I left at 3.30 in the morning and it rained the whole entire trip. It was like a seven hour trip because I stopped a few times. But, um... Yeah, rained the whole time. And when I got on the turnpike, fucking tsunami. That shit was ridiculous. Couldn't see anything. I was hydroplaning. And not to mention I was on the road since 3.30. So that part yeah, was a little annoying. But I've, already swerving. I've driven to Atlanta and back probably 15 times at this point. Close to it. I'm in the double digits. I have to be in the double digits. Oh, I'm positive you're in the double digits. For sure. For sure. And I've driven in any in any and every condition there is other than snow. Driving in snow sucks. That's, that's probably my third time that it's poured like majority of the trip yeah. making that trip to a I hate rain in that kind of rain though yeah you the, can't see when rain? I actually bought my car like the first day I bought it because I bought it in like Ocala because it was just where the deal I got right I was on the turnpike same shit I could not see mm-hmm. a thing and I didn't know how to use my car that well at the time so I had like my high beams on I had my fog oh, yeah, lights on yeah. I couldn't see shit I was like what the fuck that's annoying. That's annoying. And and what's annoying about that type of rain too is when you got the big eighteen wheelers and they're spitting up yeah. all the water and then it's fucking you splat- can't, see, you can't shit. see shit. Yeah, that's some dangerous shit. Yeah, and then there's big puddles and if a car hits a puddle, like when I was driving it fucking covered my whole entire windshield. I couldn't see shit. I was like, Oh my god, yeah, just fucking slow down. Yeah, it's terrible when you like your only see the only thing you can see is brake lights. Yep. And you're Literally. just like, you don't even know where the lines are on the road. You don't know where shit is. You're like squinting. Yeah, you're driving by know, it's been foggy as fuck this past week, though. Yeah. yeah it like, was... We're waking up and driving and going down 417 over Lake Jessup. That shit is fucking That's foggy, true. like yeah. scary, like the mist type shit. Yeah. I did it the same way, but other direction. Like when I was uh, going past like Lee Vista, mm-hmm. Moss Park. Yeah. Fucking all the, all the land they had cleared out was all fogged so it looked yeah, like a giant shit. lake i was like what the fuck creepy especially waking up that early in the morning honestly. i mean like this is you i'm know, half asleep still now nah, i can barely see it's not even fog. seven in the morning yet and i'm already <laughs> fucking already on that kind of on that side of town i'm like this is bullshit uh, yeah it was a foggy week it was foggy in atlanta too for real yeah steven steven Krabs, he's in colorado right i've seen now. that is he, he told with- me he told me he waited for In and Out Burger for over for about an hour. He said there was a hundred cards there, easily a hundred cards. And insane. the way that they were, he sent me a video. I'll show you guys later. But like they had like they had to use the mall parking lot to help direct traffic and their security there and shit just for In and Out Burger. I'm like, there's no way it's, it's that. Probably because no one wanted to cook. Though. He well, he said it's like you know it was pretty good. He said Culver's is better though. Oh shit, Bold I mean, but yeah, it was it was fairly priced. Is he, he there was with like, his roommate? 
<laughs> that is yeah. hilarious that you did it that way. That is great. Is, this is roommate. It is his roommate. Yeah, something like Big that. Big facts. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, there's funny. no way that In N Out Burger is that good. Did you have it while you were? Is there In N Out Burger in Seattle? No. I don't know. And if there is, I have had In N Out Burger though, but I don't, I don't remember having like it in that? Washington. You went to Cali. Yeah, I've had In N Out Burger in oh, yeah. California. Was it good like that? I mean, it was pretty good. The burger was pretty good. The sauce. Is it worth an Cali. hour wait? I would never wait an hour. <laughs> Shit, I, would, I wouldn't even wait an hour for good-ass food. California. Jacob's lived a life. The Cuban sensation. This other alias is Mr. International. Yeah, Mr. International. He's been all been, over the world. Been a distant memory. I haven't gone <laughs> on vacation for in years. COVID. Fuck COVID. I need to go somewhere. Well, there's getting, people that are still traveling. I'm getting, I'm getting itchy. I'm getting itchy. I need to travel soon. I want to go skiing. Or just fuck skiing. I want to go snowboarding. <laughs> I've never been. I've been skiing. Never been snowboarding. I've never, never been, been skiing. I've only been snowboarding. I've never been in snow like that. Look at you. Like, been in like neighborhood type snow, go? but not trying on the dune. Not the dunes, but the slopes. To, you're trying to go on a little. <laughs> you're trying to go on a little. <laughs> trying to go on a little uh, snowboarding trip. If you want no, to, within, like, within like the next month. Trying to go to Aspen. We can go to Colorado. Aspen. My, 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 my dad and Isabel have been there. I've never been to Aspen. Games usually are over there. Been to Good Denver, been to a couple other places in Colorado. I went snowboarding in the first, okay, the second time I went snowboarding was uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Went the Mormons. Park, went to Park City. Did they come cool knock on your door? They did not. The Mormons. <laughs> Mormons did knock on my door, though, in Washington. There's was two younger girls, and I had just woken up, so I, like, shirtless and everything, walk outside. They're, like, handing me their Bible and stuff. I read literally one line of it. No offense to Mormons. Sorry if y'all hear this, but I read one line of their so-called Bible. I threw that shit in the trash. I was like, this ain't no damn Bible. They disrespect this guy. That's they disrespect. Mormons, I don't know what y'all be on. Who are but you? Who are you to He's Jacob. Hey, I'm just I'm just being honest. Call what is real and what's not real. Honestly, we don't know. Hey, I don't I don't shit. know. I don't know for It's real to them. Hey, it could be, but it wasn't real Jordan. to me. Tell them Jordan. I never had Mormons knock them out, knock them out. I have. Jehovah witnesses, yeah. Jehovah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. They what they what they <laughs> say, <laughs> what they say is pretty cool and all, but that's not a it just don't seem right. Don't like seem I said right. to your standards though. <laughs> I mean, what guy wouldn't want like a bunch of wives, but it's just not the way. <laughs> it's just not supposed to be this way. Hmm. Interesting. Not Interesting. not officially, huh? If it's official, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> officially, it's definitely a problem. Unofficially, of course, it's still a problem. But it's then you have problems, so. my friend. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Did anyways, I just, did back. I just delete your point? I'm sorry. No, I just didn't want to go farther into it. I was like, hey. well, I mean, that doesn't make any sense if you're bringing that point. Do it. That point? What do you mean? The Ooh. point that you just made. How does it not make sense? From a religious standpoint, for mm-hmm. instance, if you've ever gone to church, if you ever read the Bible, one line of it, I don't really care. You ever read anything from it. Right. And then you read something basically disagreeing with everything you thought you knew. But from what you just said, you said you don't feel like it's right to have a bunch of wives. Right. right. So once it's official that they're your wives, it's a problem is what I'm saying. And I said it's a if I'm just saying, for example, and religious values or not, if you're talking to someone dating or we'll even look at it through, through a dating aspect since okay. it's Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. If you're dating someone, uh-huh. yeah, it's wrong to be dating five other chicks. 
So if is you it take though? it to the next level, is if it? if you're married, it, you would yes, okay, it would be wrong to be married, married for five said, other chicks. You said dating. Big, Correct, you said because that I'm, I'm using dating, it in the same terms. Yeah, but dating, I feel like it's, it's not different. Yeah, if you're just dating, like I don't feel like it's not necessarily exclusive. Like if, if you're if dating, I'm saying and if it to is exclusive though, if it is exclusive, like your boyfriend and girlfriend type shit, and then you're still dating a bunch of other people on the side, that's fucked up. Yeah, then that's fucked up. Unless you guys have some type of like agreement or some type of deal, or like an open relationship. But relationship, but like yeah, but if you are just dating, I don't think it's necessarily wrong that you're going on dates with other people. Yeah, if nothing's official, okay, I could see your point. But I'm saying if you like have a girlfriend type shit, then it would be wrong. Yeah. So I think the same way as I think the same way as if you are married, I'd be a little fucked up if you're like, oh, I'm gonna go have another wife. I'm gonna go marry another chick. Yeah, but if it's, I'm marry but if chick. it's okay in your religion, doesn't that make it okay then? Right. <sighs> to I them. guess to them, to to them, them it it, to it is yeah. To them, I guess it is. You know, to each his own. Whatever you were. Gonna I mean, say. to that point though, I would not want to have five wives. Like. That sounds like a lot of fucking That's work. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of <laughs> fucking work. Especially like, it's, if like it sounds good on the surface, but, you know, dig a few levels deep and it's yeah. just not going to be too Can you fun. just imagine if, like, every one of your wives wants to have children? Boom. I mean, like, it's not hard for you. You just got to go spread the seed real I quick get and it, it. But imagine the financial burden that comes with yeah. that. Okay, yeah. Hella and kids. That tax return. Hella kids. Yeah, yeah, but if you have five wives, you know, you just kind of split it up. It's like, all right, I'll, you know, you, Div- you yeah, up. exactly. You spread your funds accordingly to whoever. You and can then- only have two. <laughs> you can have one. You can have three. And and my other question would be with it, like, do they have multiple houses or is it just like all my wives live in the same house? I guess I feel like I feel like that's more of, you know, at your discretion, what you want to do. We're getting too far into this. <laughs> I feel like I would want to have multiple of Multiple Hell houses. Yeah. Multiple sure, Tuesday, have, Wednesday here, yeah. Thursday, Friday there. You exactly. Know what I'm and then We're on Sunday, really I'll have this. my own house and fucking have some me time. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to deal with anybody. Have some me time. <laughs> you got five wives, bro. You're never getting no me time. <laughs> there ain't no me time for you. Never you never spend any time with me. So it'd be Monday, Monday through Friday. Every day, every wife would have their own day. Saturday, we all come together as a family. Sunday is my day. We all Boom. come together as a family. Bro, they got to know about each other. It oh, makes sense. That's a good point. Boom. And then Sunday is me day. And then everybody, you know, if you want to, you know, the wife wants to go have their day. Maybe they spend time with each other. Maybe they don't like each other, but they're okay with it. I mean, who knows? There's a million yeah, different possibilities. Good old God only knows. <laughs> yeah. Boom. There you go. Jeez. Our society norm is not everybody else's norm. Correct. You know what I mean? That would be some crazy I shit. I feel like though. you could live that type of life, though, Jacob. I don't want five wives. No? Just one would be Where fine. are you capping it? All right, there you go. One, Just two. one? Yeah. Way too that. much work. Yeah. Way too much effort. Like I said, I'm a hopeless romantic. I want to do nice shit, but like for one person. <laughs> for one. <laughs> not for five people. <laughs> like, damn. Oh, I feel like shit. my pockets don't run deep enough for all that. I'm sure they get some type of like tax breaks. I don't see you as a hopeless romantic. I mean, I I guess I kind of. I've seen it. I've seen it. A little bit, but. I could definitely see it. I don't know how you don't see it. You're the one who always be telling me, oh, you do. Never mind. We're not going to go into this. I'm not going to explain myself here. (laughs) Tell on himself. Just kidding. (laughs) Maybe one day. Uh, One of these episodes, y'all will get the truth. That's episode 100 story time.
Y'all don't name drop and everything? No, we don't have to name drop. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Well, we I've, that episode I've, I've, been, I've told story. I've told plenty of stories without telling names. I know. So have you I, could I do mean, it. You just gotta. If they just, hear it, I just fuck tweak it. little details. If they hear it, fuck it. I then tweak it's like, little details. And I come back and tell tweak them. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> put that it's right the back truth. there. That's what. That's it's what. The truth broker over here. I'm sorry. I feel like I. I definitely exposed Jacob the most. I don't give up too much information, but I always try and put the spotlight. Yeah, he'll try to like throw me under the bus a little bit it's and comical like, it's comical to you trying to back that shit it up is. on you too it's like what it beep, beep, beep. Yeah. it's like bitch let me yeah. do it to you see how funny you story. Yeah, i got some things in my closet that you really uh, could pull out too yeah. yeah i mean we all could but funny story a little off topic with the beep beep thing when my mom was pregnant with my little sister and she would walk backwards i would stand behind her and go beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> and you must have been what six uh, I was like five or six. I was five when I found out that. Yes, I was five because I'm five years older than her. So, I found out like early in in the year she was born December twenty first. So yeah, my mom got big as fuck though. Like when she had, and funny enough, like my little sister, she was the smallest one out of all of us. Peanut. Yeah. Do you remember being excited to have a sister? <laughs> no, I was not excited. Oh wow. I cried. <laughs> I fucking cried hard. I remember that day too. Like I remember Damn. we were coming off the four seventeen. Like that's how vivid it was in my head. And my mom, I was sitting behind the pa- the, the driver's seat, uh-huh. and my mom was in the passenger seat, and she told us, I started crying, bro. I wanted a little brother so bad. Oh, it was I started the fact crying. that it was a sister. Yeah, she's okay. like, well, you know, when she gets here, are you still going to love her? And my exact words verbatim was like, I don't know. I haven't met her yet. <laughs> this guy's been the same guy his whole life. <laughs> that's what I, I, I... He really has been the same. we're <laughs> off topic anyway. That's literally what I told Isabel. I was like, I feel like our whole family. I feel like I've had the same, for instance, if you look at my childhood photos, I don't think I have changed at all. You look the same. I, yeah, I feel like I've looked same. the exact same since I was like two. Most people do, but you do have a baby face, 100%. Well, I've kept it since I was two. <laughs> like, that shit has not changed for me. That's what a baby face is. I get it, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was fun fact. But you know how, like, some people, like, you could see, like, old childhood photos, and you're like, oh, I could kind of see that was yeah. them. Like, there's some babies, my... there's some people that don't look anything like their baby pictures. Like, correct. haven't really gotten you. old yet, though. I mean, fuck, this is 20, 25, 26 years of weathered and life. Yeah, but at <laughs> 40, I mean, you're not uh, saying But that. hopefully I look... I'm I should sure. age nicely. I think I will. My dad's side of the, like, family has very strong genes, Mm-hmm. And that's where I get most of like my appearance from. So, and they all have aged pretty well. They all have full heads of hair. Well, I look nothing like they my all, dad. You know, so, a pretty. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That is sarcasm. <laughs> he looks exactly like his just dad. Just kidding. That picture of you with your. I'm the updated with your, version. There you go. I tell him that all the time. He doesn't like it. A little taller. A little, that's how I am with my dad. That's my mom calls me the adult version of my dad. Well, Damn. that's fucked. Well, <laughs> well, she can say the updated version well, and or like well, 2.0. Adult in the sense because like my dad's only 5'6". Yeah. She's like, you're a grown man. He's not. <laughs> Mama, she don't, she don't care. Yeah. She'll tell you how it is. 100%. Yeah, she my mom care for her give, feelings. Yeah, my mom doesn't give a fuck. It's kind of funny sometimes. It is funny. She really does not care. <laughs> yeah, she'll get in somebody's ass real quick 100%. with the quickness. Yeah. Love you if you're watching, Mom. Love you too. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Written off. Uh, Written off. <laughs> <laughs> I still can go to family functions. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Good stuff. Good stuff. I was on the bad list for a little while, but uh, besides, no, of course not. Besides, it was funny though. It was funny though. Why you're on the bad list? It's funny. Yeah, funny. Mm. She, like it was one sided. Yeah, <laughs> That's no, what she killed me. Was. But I'm like, what about me? You're not my son. 
<laughs> Touche. <laughs> you, got <me> <laughs> you got me there. Who got gives us. a fuck about what happened to me? That makes sense. You got a point. Oh, shit. That was some funny, was funny. stuff. Yes. Yes. Do we want to talk about me being right about Super Bowl prediction? Do we want to slide into uh-huh. that now? Or do we have we anything else to touch? Oh, yes, you do. I'll do it right now. Live on air. Oh, boy. Send you the money right now. Hey. Actually, put a tax on there, too. <laughs> I'm trying to you know, cheat it, brother. But, uh, uh, yeah, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Been the GOAT. <laughs> Seven rings. It's left and right hands. Robert Ory. The man. Way better than Robert Ory, obviously. But, uh, yeah, they uh, stomped Kansas City out. That was and a crazy game. I'm not going to say exactly what I predicted happened, but more or less. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. I thought it was going to be a good game, but I did say that defense needs to be physical, and that's exactly what they did. Um, Kansas City had two tackles out that played a big part, and why, why Patrick starting Mahomes, tackles, yeah. their starting tackles, why Patrick Mahomes couldn't get any really good protection, but Tampa Bay did apply pressure, and um, – they were smacking. Man was running his ass off. They were smacking him, but he was still making some spectacular plays, and some things happened. It just unfortunately, guys were dropping passes. The penalty game didn't really go their way. Um, they were looking out for Tom Brady a little bit. I will say that. Yeah, but that first half was kind of ridiculous. Tampa Bay did execute, and and, and um, yeah, they executed. You know what I'm saying? They they capitalized on a lot of those mistakes. Mistakes that uh, Kansas Fortunes City made. That went their way. Gronk had two TDs. <clears throat> Antonio they Brown had one. Antonio Brown had one. They're not uh, – Brady and Gronk have the most touchdowns, touchdowns for a duo, right? Yeah. NFL like history. 14? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something they, like they, that. And that was Tom Brady's first ever touchdown uh, in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. Yep. Boom. A lot of firsts. A lot of firsts. And he threw the Lombardi trophy. That fucking, from boat to boat. <laughs> that was a cool-ass fucking parade. The fact that they were on the water, I feel boat like that parade. was cool how they kind of changed yeah. the aesthetic of it. And then Brady not giving a fuck about shit. Like, like, yeah, lose one, who gives a fuck? Who gives I a got shit? six more. I Ooh. got six more. Everybody else is like, no, this is, all, this is all we got. Who was it? Cameron Bray, right? Who he threw it to? Yeah. Yeah. Him explaining that was a beautiful was, pass, Him too. explaining that was so funny. It's like, Thank God you caught it, because if you missed... He's like, if it hit your face, it would have been a disaster. <laughs> yeah, he was like, that would have fucked you up. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, Brady was turned up. Uh, that tequila had him feeling nice. <laughs> avocado, <laughs> the avocado tequila, that the tweet that he sent yeah. out or whatever. Nothing, Nothing to, to see, see her. her. <laughs> yeah. But it's that cool to see funny. him cut up like that after being in fucking... That was his teammate walking Locked him out. in mode. Yeah, people thought it was like somebody else, security or something. Him yeah, being that was locked his teammate. They were just then, holding him, talking. <laughs> they were talking him, the whole time. Him getting a fucking kick back and drink and have a good time and celebrate. That was pretty. And good. the commercials that came after it, yeah. like after they won the Verizon mm-hmm. commercial or the T-Mobile commercial. Mm-hmm. One of those was some that was type T-Mobile. Of yeah. How about Mike Evans uh, willing to give up some money to keep that team together? Y'all seen that? Yeah, yeah. We'll, see, we'll see how that goes when they when his time comes to start giving up money. He had said that. He had said that well earlier in the, the season. Win. Yeah, he had said that well earlier though. Like when the team first was assembled, we'll he basically see. was Listen, like, "But this is a good. This is the best team might, I've ever been." He on. might be willing to do it, but is the front office willing to do that? True. They could. I mean, because I've been seeing that they might trade for Odell Beckham. Does that mess up the chemistry of the team? No. Tom, Tom Brady is the ultimate fucking glue. The that ultimate straw that stirs the drink. What is I mean, he did. I mean, he had a team with Randy Moss, Wes Welker, Dante Stallworth. Like, yeah, all he's those, had like, stars. Gronk, he's Aaron Hernandez. Stars. Like, he's had teams where he's had to spread wealth and had to be the level-headed guy and be the one that was. So, I mean. But for the most part, he played with made stars, guys that he made stars in a sense, other than Randy Moss when he was there. This is true. 
Deion Branch was kind of a made star under him. Wes Welker was a made star under him. Yeah, Gronk, but Odell Mendes. Beckham gave gave Tom Brady those goat fur uh, cleats, the ones with the goat fur. Mm-hmm. He gave them to him. So, I mean, obviously he holds them in. I mean, and a lot of players in the NFL, you know, hold Tom Brady in very high regard. So, I mean, it's different when you have, you know, I agree. I'm a just trying very to say regular, regular, you know, a Baker Mayfield or an Eli Manning that's trying to tell you what to do. That's true. As opposed to Tom Brady, if he tells you something, like, you're going you're to fucking one. listen. You have yeah. seven rings to my yeah. zero. I might l- need yeah. to listen to something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I mean, this is the first time we've ever really seen Brady, aside from that Randy Moss team, with a fully loaded <coughs> offensive oh, squad. Yeah. yeah. yeah Across the board, receivers, running backs, tight ends. Well, yeah, they had depth. And O.J. Howard was out this year, which, I mean, he's kind of been a little disappointing since mm-hmm. he's come out of Alabama, but... You know, if you put a guy like Tom Brady out there, and you know, he'd, he'd be able to utilize him. Two tight ends. We've seen what he could do with that. So Yeah. I mean, it seems like they have a good chance of going back next year. Seems NFL like, is hard to, t- to tell. Yeah. It's different than NBA. But with Tom Brady, I mean, he is he is a dynasty in himself. Damn near. True. Damn near. Eh, I, I mean, he's got six with one, yeah. one team, which is the dynasty. But now he's gotten his own ring, so it kind of seems like – I feel like it paints that narrative, that. but I, I'm I don't know. I'm not. I'm, we'll have to see within the next couple of years. A lot of yeah, a lot of people are quick to jump on that on that you know notion that he is the dynasty. But you know when you're doing it for you did it for 20 years with one organization and you know Bill Belichick, people just want to cut him out and yeah, they want to write him like off because he, he had one ex- bad exactly, season. Exactly, exactly. I mean, but a lot of things didn't go their way. And I do agree that. Players contribute more than coaches, but you need to have a good balance. Like, you can put out and make all this game plan and shit like that, but if you don't have the right players, then it's not going to execute. Again, you could be the greatest player ever, and if you don't have the right coaches, it's not going to translate. Football is the greatest team sport. I don't care what you say. You are so reliant on the guy next to you, on the guy on the sidelines, everybody doing their job perfectly. If not, one slip-up, and that's 60 yards to the fucking house. Mm -hmm. One slip-up, that's a pick-six going the other way. It's a very technical game. It is. And you have to – it is the most reliant on on your teammates and on your coaches. So, I mean, as much as what Tom Brady is doing or what he's done is amazing, we won't see it for a long, long time. Like, I'm – Kind of, I, I pump the brakes a little bit when people say that he is the dynasty. He did yeah. go to a team that, you know, last year was, you know, you have a quarterback that threw 30 touchdowns but threw 30 picks. So, I mean, right. it's not like they didn't. They were, what, number one in offense last year? Mm-hmm. So, it's not like he was going somewhere that was a fucking. That's what I was going to say. He was on a team that, like, you had know, the they potential. Could, they had the potential and kind of, like, hide some of his weaknesses. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He could rely on supreme talent to get himself to where he wanted to be and obviously that was a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl win so it might be different if he's on the Colts or if he's on the Chargers you know what I'm saying a decent team but doesn't have all the pieces to get to that next level and we don't know if Tom Brady is truly that difference maker to take them over the hump well the Colts I feel like probably they don't have the same offensive weapons but they have a better offensive line and their defense when they're on i feel like they play just as well as the bucks so that going to the colts might have been good mm-hmm. and plus they're an indoor team a dome team so true but and their coach as well frank reich he's a great coach the chargers i agree you know maybe it might have not been they do have the talent but the coaching staff wasn't wasn't up to par so right but and shouts out to bruce arians too for having such a diversified uh coaching staff a yeah. lot of a lot of black assistant coaches, two female assistant mm-hmm. coaches, like very diverse. So that was yeah. that was special to see. Changing up the game, one hundred percent. And 
Bruce Arians, too, said, you know, he let Tom Brady be Tom Brady. He let him call plays for, what, the back end of the season? And, and that's when they started playing. And he let him facilitate, <laughs> facilitate things, yeah. And he's like, you know, a lot of times I just sat back and watched. Imagine and he gave him rest days. And like he gave him rest days. During the week, and Tom like, would be like, oh, I don't want to throw today. Like on a Wednesday or something, he was like, like, don't, I don't throw. Care. Yeah, like, he, don't throw. He would tell Gronk the same, same thing. If you want to take days off, let us know. He said he kind of felt like he gave Tom Brady and Gronk, per se, the freedom that they didn't have in New England. Yeah. Because New England is a very tight-knit system that is, you know, they execute every day and they do things by the book every day. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, two guys who have done what they've done in their career, they deserve a couple days a off. A little you, leeway. You, a little leeway. You know they're going to perform mm-hmm. based off what they've done in their Especially history. Especially in those big moments, mm-hmm. considering they've been to those big moments before when they, the Bucks had never have. Right, and you know just giving them time off is only going to help them physically and mentally yeah. anyway, so yeah. makes sense. Really is. <clears throat> makes sense, but I, like I said, I didn't expect it to be Oldest 31 winning Super to 9. Bowl coach. Right, I didn't expect it to be 31 to 9. I didn't expect them to kind of blow out. Yeah, I was not expecting if that If you would have told me that Patrick Mahomes was not going to score an offensive touchdown in that game, I would have told you you're crazy. Most people would have told you that you're crazy. So it was insane to see that. It was bound to happen, though. Thank He's God, been Ryan. on such a high and... So That's why I mean, it's not it was, that surprising. Yeah, it was bound to happen. Yeah. That happened in the Super Bowl. It is. It is kind of surprising, but you know, the scoreless part is yeah. super surprising because of how offensively talented they yeah. are, especially. But him. they had. I mean, they had opportunities though. I mean, there was a couple of passes. Uh, Tyreek Hill off the off his face mask that would have been a touchdown. Um, Antoine. He threw it off a. He threw it off of someone else. Like Travis, it hit them either Travis right Kelsey in the hands. Dropped a couple passes, a he couple did. key passes too. And and you know mm-hmm. it was in the first half, but like those are first downs that if you pick them up, they're in the red zone. You you know at Correct. least the game points changes. on the board. And the game, the even if it's just changes. a field goal, they're rhythm starters too. That they, they really couldn't mm-hmm. establish a rhythm. It was no, hard for them mm-hmm. to establish an offensive rhythm. And that team is once they get going, they roll. Yeah, yeah. but they are an offensive juggernaut. So I feel like they'll definitely be back. Oh yeah, 100%. they're. Um, I mean, they're a young team. They were missing some key players. Uh, and to go back to your point of uh, one player isn't the dynasty. Uh-huh. For instance, the Patriots in the beginning of the season, I've forever and always will, I do not like the Patriots. But to start the season, they had like, what, 10, 11 players sit out? Yeah. yeah. Ele- 10 or 11 starters. So, like, of course Most they're of not going to. defense, too. So. Correct. Of course they're not going to be, you know, what they were when they're, half their fucking team was yeah. missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I said with the dynasty thing, give it a couple years if – the Patriots don't make the playoffs for the next five years. That could well, be the thing with the Patriots. Could be a right whole now, different story. The thing with the Patriots right now is they don't really have a lot of draft equity. They don't. Have, they don't have a lot of picks in the draft. They don't really have a lot of you know star talent on offense. They don't have any big weapons. They don't. It doesn't really seem like there's any quarterback that you know they can get right now that's gonna you know change things or anything like that. So I mean, they might be down for the next you know couple years until they can find a you know they're either bad enough that they pick high enough in the draft to get a quarterback or they're able to work out some type of deal or something. But right now they're you know. The coverage are pretty bare right now for New England. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll yeah. see, but we shall see. That fucking halftime show. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah, say, I knew, I knew y'all were going to want to get into the I, biggest he part. Killed shit. I thought it was fucking great. He really does have stadium records. Like, I mean, I obviously knew that from the magnitude of his records, but seeing him perform it, like, he has stadium resonating records. Like, blind His transitions lights, were fucking good. It was too. insane. His transitions were insane, but. I like that he came out to call out my name and the way he changed it mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? And the aesthetics. The fucking earned it when he with the violins. That, that shit was good. yeah. I mean, the that whole, shit was hard. He's that was seven million dollars well spent. Yep, and he was singing everything. He had no backdrop. 
I'm sure he had some mic effects on yeah. there, but as far as like singing over the record, he was not doing that. Yeah, that shit was nice. I think for me, like, I think that's a career defining moment for him. In a sense, you're in front of yeah, that many people. You, you did tell me that. I mean, yeah. I, after I watched it, I was like, that was like, I thought that tell was. Tell the people what you told me. Who do you, who do you think he's going to be bigger than? <laughs> Go ahead. You said I it. Said, I said that he might be our generation's Michael Jackson based off that. Drake is. No. What I do don't think Drake no. puts on a show like that. Are you sick? I'm not sick. I am in good health right now. See, the See, thing, the that's thing I, I don't think, to, that's, I don't think I that's what I want to say about that. I don't think we don't know because we haven't we seen it. We don't know, but I'm, I know people that have gone to Drake concerts and things like that. And he, from what I've seen and from what I've been told, like he doesn't put on the show like that. He doesn't do the, you know, the, 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 the been, themes and the fucking dancers and all this extra shit. Like, what? I've been told otherwise. And as far as I what I followed on his tour, I don't know, like for, he, the views tour wasn't like that. The views tour wasn't. It was a little bit, not as far as the dancers, but the uh, uh, Aubrey and the Three Amigos tour definitely. He had dancers out there all the time when he's doing "In My Feelings." Like I was a whole big. But is he painting a picture like that, like the weekend did? Well, what the, the weekend did conceptual is hard. Conceptual wise, it's hard to do. I think that's why that album and that like character was so captivating because he put it together the right way. Sure. He executed it with the music and the aesthetics, like. It all came together at one time, but record-wise, I think Drake has big enough records where he can perform in a stadium I'm not uh, environment he, I'm like not that saying and he can, fucking take shit over. Any stadium you go to where Drake is performing, for there's sure. not anyone there that does for not know sure. that he's song. Got, he's got more than this, but he has 20 back-to-back hits. Yes, I'm not. Listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just I'm as big as Drake fan as anybody in here. But right. Just seeing that and seeing that, you know. How everything is played out this year uh-huh. or the past year, and how everything just culminated in that one moment that it's the Super Bowl. You got all the eyes on you. The way that anybody who said that it wasn't a good halftime show can, you know, go <laughs> somewhere else. Because I thought that shit was amazing. Maybe I'm just overhyping it. No, it was a really but good But like show. the performance, you could tell that like he put his heart into that shit. The way that everything just came together, I feel like. I saw somewhere that his sales went up, and I mean it's the Super Bowl, so it's about three hundred something. Yeah, three hundred, almost four hundred percent. I don't know, like, and streaming, this specific, this specific, hundred million people viewing. Yeah, you. this specific album, I feel like it had a lot of it had a lot of eighties, nineties influence on it. A mm-hmm. lot of you know, save your tears, you know, songs like that that had that that eighties pop feel to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that also helped resonate with the old, like our parents' generation. Yeah, and things like that. And I feel like it, you know, he has more of Michael Jackson elements as far as like the singing, you know, things like that, than mm-hmm. Drake does. Well, the sh- the, the showmanship, sh- I guess, because the, the, yeah, he held the whole persona of that character mm-hmm. for months. Mm-hmm. For instance, I mean, we saw when the first you know album stuff, him in the bandages, the bandages, and then and he accepted awards like that. Correct, and then mm-hmm. go, it was a it was a full year campaign that he did correct and then you fast forward you still gotta go on tour in a year yeah for that shit chapter seven is gonna come out before that though i don't know i think i feel like i don't know again because he said in interviews he said it's gonna be hard trying to figure out how to tour both both albums or when he puts his next album out how to to still incorporate um after hours so i mean if he does the numbers that he might do from after hours maybe he'll just be like "Mm." I, I like that. He, I mean, I feel like 
a lot of artists are doing this now, but he put together that compilation of all his best hits. Mm-hmm. That's a quick ca- cash grab stream-wise. Oh, yeah. Because all those records are already out, so it's yeah. already platinum, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think it went platinum first day quick, or second day quick, or something quick, like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like maybe not in the moment, but I feel like we look back at this like five, ten years from now, and it's like, damn, like this moment for the weekend is going to be a lot bigger than what you know what people are seeing it is right now. Unless Dude. it's his last moment. I'm not saying that it is. You think it's going to be his last? I'm moment? not saying no. I I definitely don't. But if it's if this is if this is it, then I mean, if this is his peak. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah. If this, this is, is his peak, but I don't I don't think it is. I just feel like just purely off of his voice talent, I don't think like he could reach another. Like, just purely off of his voice and the talent yeah, that he had, like he's he, not going anywhere. Yeah, I agree. I'm just trying to say if he doesn't have a moment as big as this, I don't think it resonates the same I mean, way. He's been, I mean, he's he has sure. to continue yeah. that success. Yeah, for sure. He's been big for 10 plus years. So, I mean, his music is... But he can... Re- but he's always progressed. Yeah, but he That's can reach back because I was talking to my sister about it and she said, like, she liked it, but she likes more of his raunchy shit. He can always go back into that bag mm-hmm. and fucking put out a song like that and recaptures fucking people yeah, just like that. his audience. Not only that, that's his the comfort dark zone. Shit. Exactly. Like the dark shit. Exactly. And people, I mean, I and for, for as it. raunchy as it is, that's what most people like. That's what, you know, that's kind of, you know, mainstream for him in a sense. Yeah, I mean, all he's done is add layers to his artistry mm-hmm. over the years. You know what I'm saying? You see a different side of him and a different, um, not a different, yeah, kind of different genre, genre of music from him every time he puts out music. You know what I'm saying? It's either that dark R&B or the poppy side or just the the rap R&B or I mean, the rap R&B sings bars and mm-hmm. fucking roast you real quick yeah, and, but in that but in that sense like that's why I bars. feel like he has more layers and boom there we go <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he has more layers in that sense than Drake Drake, I mean, he's great, but he doesn't like you know. He can't reach that octave. Then. Yeah, like we, he, can, he we can't get like you know that. we kind of get what we get from Drake, and not that I'm not dissing him. It's great stuff. What Drake puts out is great, but like he doesn't really he doesn't have the different layers like that that the weekend has. Boy, I hope he puts that CLB punch your head top. <laughs> like, hey. I really hope he does. <laughs> they, and then him, I'll snap back to reality maybe, and just like yeah. fuck everything I just said. Like scratch that. But, but think about how many moments. That we've had with Drake, where, where we're just like, damn, this guy is fucking. But incredible. I, f- I felt Again. like that with the weekend. Like a lot of people didn't like, or not. I'll say in this room, people didn't really like Starboy like that. I love Starboy. I thought it was a Hated great it. album. Trilogy I, I was like great. I, I thought Trilogy was. I mean, everybody. That's what everybody. That's Arguably everybody's best work. Yeah, bread and butter. I thought his last album that he just dropped. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The fucking My Dear Melancholy. Only seven tracks, but that shit. It'll fucking. It'll hit. It'll hit a spot in your heart real quick, and it's gonna make you feel something. I feel yeah. like everything that besides Kissland, and uh, again, I said I needed to go back and re-listen to it because at the time there it might have just not hit. His biggest fans love Kissland. So I mean. You know, some people might say he has he hasn't missed either, and I feel like every album I can, you know, every time he puts out an album, I could go back to a specific moment where you know I'm listening to the song and it reminds me of some time that I spent with this chick or some times that I was doing this or it put me in a certain feeling that I had when that song came out or that album came out. I get same with Drake, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah same more. with Drake. I get that more with Drake. I get that a little bit with The Weekend, just for After Hours though. Just because of the yeah, time of the album, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Jordan's in his feels. <laughs> nah, just the person I was dealing with. <laughs> yeah. The album came out around the, yeah. song, the same time, and they were a big fan but of it. So. I've also been listening to Weekend. I listen to it a lot, a lot this week. Just you know, leading up to this. Yeah, I mean, I, well, obviously this, and I think that performance sparked something in yeah. you too because you, you feel like he 
took shit to another level. So I'm sure it made you appreciate the music and the artistry even more. For sure, for sure. I think, and yeah. when you listen to it now, you might look at it from a different perspective mm. after seeing that performance. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And Just I had that never, whole year, that that whole year run. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All the videos, award shows, and then Super Bowl. Yeah. It just, it was incredible. It was an incredible year. I had never heard him sing live either. So, I mean, he sounds good live. Yeah. He sounded really good live, yeah. man. He really did. I give him credit. He put on a great show. He really did Talented put on a great artist. show. I mean, that's one of the, the best shows in the last... Bruno Mars probably. few years of the Super Bowl. Bruno Mars Every time you bring up Bruno. Because Bruno Mars is the fucking shit, man. Beyonce's was pretty good. Beyonce has always puts on a good performance, though. She's the one of the J-Lo greatest entertainers. was good. Eh. It was all right. Good, I think it I mean, was, it was a, a good lot perform- of ass. That's really, it was nice to look at. It was a lot of shit going on. It was a good performance. It was a lot of shit going on. I mean, yeah, they had Bad Bunny, J Balvin out there. Bad Bunny, baby. When's, the first, when's cool. the first... Guy like J or J Balvin or Bad Bunny, when do they get a halftime? To themselves? Yeah. No time uh, soon. Latin music is taking this. It's really like. It might. It might. It's more than crossed over. Like, it's here. Like, it is a thing. Yeah. I don't think it's just a fad either. I think, no. I think Bad Bunny and J Balvin and some other guys have really, like, taken it to a space where it would always be prominent and. In a mainstream light across mm-hmm. the board, you know what I'm saying? There's only going to be more artists to come to add to that pot. So I don't know. Maybe in the next few years, I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe if they have it in like Miami again or like LA, some type of Something city that, that has yeah. a lot of Spanish influence, true Spanish culture. Yeah, I mean Jay is behind the scenes on a lot of that. Th- yeah, on on, on on those things from from what I know. So he talks to him. <laughs> no, I pay Got attention. Got him on speed. Dial. I read. <laughs> he took over what he, two years ago he's he put together the j-lo thing behind i'm sure scenes. he did the weekend thing it's not him jay-z saying i want him but he is behind the scenes and he has a team together and yeah they're responsible yeah, for that partnered with the nfl i mean he's got a lot of saying it correct i don't know but again that's my take on that i think that shit was pretty damn good yeah i like that and all the concepts behind it yeah correct that's what i was just about to get into i like that not only the persona that he held up but throughout the show the different parts of the show Mm -hmm. was him basically telling a story throughout the whole Mm -hmm. out the whole show and you kind of actually had to like you kind of almost had to rewatch it just to like realize what was going on but when i rewatched it a couple times had time to digest it i was like wow he really did he literally made a whole story and perform the whole story while giving this great performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the whole album had meaning. Every video had meaning. It all, you know, it all related back or referenced something. All the videos referenced some type of movie, whether it be uh, Casino, American Psycho, Joker. I think there's like two more movies that that some videos um, reference. But yeah, it's Halloween, all, one of them, because that one. The, Halloween, yeah. yeah. When he's walking with the knife, yeah. chasing her down, yeah, gets his head chopped off. Exactly. So she like, dances with it. That's crazy. The shit. artistry is, is, crazy. is really there, and I don't think anybody else. We haven't had something like that in a while. I don't think a rollout like that for an album where every well, music video ties into something. Yeah, every I mean, song it, ties into something. I mean, something. it kind of COVID kind of helped out with that because I mean, he, he, he could, yeah, he couldn't tour it, so it's like, well, I mean, maybe he already had this all planned out and he was going to put the videos out like that, but. I mean, he had the tour dates, and then COVID hit, and then he couldn't tour anymore. That's and true. then, you know, so the maybe, maybe, maybe that sparked the well, fuck it, let's just put out these videos and you know put detail in them and you know put meaning behind them. Right. And then, 
boom, we have this whole year of, you know, at least doing this and fucking around with it and rolling it out and having moments with it until we can figure out what the fuck we can do. And he held the spotlight. And and I want to say, too, about the $7 million that he put into the show, he probably was going to put that into to tour anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's probably I mean, either way, he made that right back. Right. 100%, but I, that money was probably no, allocated no, no, already sir. for those 300%. things. 300%. He made that back with a quickness. If we're being exact, yeah, (laughs) with a quickness. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. Again, I mean, a lot of these talks that we have as far as artists and you know down the line shit, we won't be able to tell until you know it's down the line five, ten years, and then you know we'll be one of them guys. Yeah, I'd. Like I said, I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't if I didn't believe it. But then, like you said, mm-hmm. Drake can come out, fucking certified lover boy could be the fucking shit, and then it just shuts all my shit down, and then no one gives a fuck, mm-hmm. and I'm just a crazy guy. Just I mean, I think shit, I, so. I, I I agree <laughs> with what you said as far as like him being able to reach a certain or keep going. To a not not that he keeps going, but as far as like the Michael Jackson thing, like mm-hmm. he the 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 artist comparisons mm-hmm. as far as like the singing, the style, the concepts. I agree with you there, but like the magnitude or the Michael Jackson effect, I feel like Drake has that part where he, whether what, yeah. what, whatever he's on, everybody whatever goes crazy. Touches, Whenever he touches a, scra- a stage, they <clears throat> pass out. Like he has massive hits like Mike Jackson. I could see. That's what I'm trying. To I say. could see Drake fizzle out though quicker than I would see The Weeknd fizzle out. Like I could see. Talent-wise? I could see Drake. Not, I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I'm not saying I believe this is going to happen. I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's more in the realm of possibility of Drake diving off a cliff than it is the weekend diving off a cliff. Yeah. Mm. But just to touch on one point you did say, the both of you, I don't think any artist will ever reach the Michael Jackson effect. Of course it will. Nobody will. Of this, course. This man had thousands, millions of people outside of hotel rooms without even social media. Nobody's yeah, ever gonna now, hit if, the Michael Jackson course, effect. If, if, the, if enough, West. if enough time, Kanye no, ain't Kanye nowhere now. close. If enough time passes by, somebody will reach that level and surpass it. It's just, it's just a I numbers game. So, it man. is a numbers game. It's not. It's just nobody's close. Think about it. This man, really? I don't think anyone is close. This man was. Think about when he died. People, literally, cities closed down. People were just couldn't even handle themselves. Yeah, that's true. The world wept. For yeah. Michael Jackson passing, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That's but true. I mean, again, it's a numbers game. At some point, somebody will come around with that type of talent and that type of. And listen, I'm not saying that this guy was gonna do it or he was it, but a guy like a Chris Brown that can sing, that can dance, that can do all that shit. Imagine if the Rihanna shit doesn't go down, where his stardom is now. It, it's probably not gonna reach the level of Michael Jackson, but it take it. You know, there's he was people, talented. I yeah, mean, he, he is talented. He was. I mean, from 16, this man was fucking running shit, and he had hits, and he was doing it, yeah. and then he, you know, he punched Rihanna in the face, and shit went downhill from there. And he's been able to build himself back up, but imagine if he never had that that blemish, that hiccup. Yeah, and you but know, Mike had blemishes, and he still was Mike. But those happened later in his career, though. That's true. When he was yeah, Mike older. became like Mike was already yeah. He Mike was already Mike the before, biggest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, before that shit started coming out, and before he, started he went light skin, he yeah, was still before the he started yeah. He had two separate careers and two different skin colors. Mm-hmm. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> and was successful in both shades. Just said it. Go because the voice <laughs> the voice carried on regardless. Yeah, it sure did. That shit didn't change. That didn't change. <laughs> the exterior might have, but the interior was the same. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Jack. It's hard to get Mike Jack. It is. It is. It's going to be 350 million units. Who? 
MJ. Yikes. Not only Michael that, he, he, he owned half of Sony's catalog. He owned the Beatles catalog. Yeah. A bunch of other He's things. a smart man. Yeah. They they told him the game, and he said, oh, that's how you do Okay. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Fucking so bought his own What do you shit. think, Bubble? Should I buy it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, his monkey Bubble. <laughs> Chris Tucker's impression of him are fucking great. Yeah. Oh, shit. You ever seen when they're at, I forget what award show it is. It might be the Grammys. And him and Eddie Murphy are pre- presenting an award. Yeah. And the yeah. mic is too short. And he looks to Eddie. He's like, oh, pull it up for me, yeah. Eddie, please. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's Eddie like, Murphy's hilarious. <laughs> and he's like, like trying to do it. He's like, I thought I worked for him yeah, for a he's second. Like, he's like, he told me like I'm working for him. <laughs> and I went to go do it, too. <laughs> he's like, just lean over. Just, just bend down. No, Eddie, stop. Stop, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just bend over. Just, just talk in the mic. Good old Michael oh, Jackson. Yeah. yeah, he does he's have like, some fucking. Just lean forward. Just lean forward. He does have some fucking. He has timeless music. For sure, it's true. He came out of Summer Jam too. Respect, Mike. Jay Z brought him out 2001 Summer Jam. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. And Summer Jam is a hip hop yeah, show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In MetLife Stadium, everyone fucks with Michael Jackson. Everybody. Yeah. Even if everybody. you don't, you do. <laughs> everybody does. <laughs> the, big, the toughest gangster in the world fucks with Mike Jackson. Mike, uh, Michael Jackson song comes on. He'll fucking. <laughs> He'll at least tap his foot. Like, there's no way you're getting out of it. Hell no. You can't. You, bro, you're breaking out in full-on dance, singing along, fucking snapping your fingers, fucking whatever. Like, well, I mean, most of us. But I'm saying, like, the hardest person bro, ever the that you can think of. The hardest person will fucking. They'll be dancing and everything. Yeah. Try to hit a moonwalk. How can you not? How Everyone you tried not? to hit a moonwalk in their life. I'm almost there. I've been trying to teach myself for like two, three years now. I almost got it down. <laughs> hey, shit, me and socks. I'm nasty. Yeah. It's he, me didn't cre- he didn't create it, but he perfected it. Yeah, he did. He made that shit look epic. Shalimar created the, the, the moonwalk. To the younger generation, no one gives a fuck. Michael Jackson made that shit. <laughs> Wrong. I'm giving I'm giving the younger crowd some uh, some games. We're running some the game. real game. Knowledge. Some facts. Yeah, some yeah knowledge. if they knew the real story, yes, we knew. Shalimar was a group in like the 70s. It was two guys and a girl. And one of the guys was like a great dancer. Mm-hmm. And one of the videos he I've been listening to a lot of like seventies music lately. Too. Have you really? Yeah. That's a good bag to be in. I see what you posted something yesterday. Yeah. I didn't listen to it, but I've seen you post some old school sunshine. Yeah. Loves the sunshine. Speaking Curtis of, Mayfield's speaking that guy, of music. Yo pushing it, man. Speaking Beep. of music. They fucking Kanye we got West a, sampled his fucking touch the sky. These guys are just gonna talk Beep. 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 I was like, speaking of music, we got a new playlist coming soon. Oh yeah, Jake oh, is work, yeah. working on a Spanish oh, playlist. Me and Eric collaborating, collaborating. Collaborating. The yeah, I figure we might as well put something out like that. We haven't yet, so it's just, I mean it's not gonna reggaeton. Like it's not gonna it's just gonna be our you know favorite reggaeton songs. Really, it's not gonna have it like obviously we're gonna you know uh, what's it called rearrange it so it has some type of fluidity. But it's just gonna be just a you know just a mix of all our favorite songs, just and then down the line, gas. yeah, down the, the line we'll time. put on we'll put out more things that you know have a little bit more theme to it. it might yeah, not we'll, be we'll as mix long. it up, yeah. old school versus new songs, but you know shit that's a little bit more up tempo. Shit that's new, you know, so it kind of you know it sounds better. But I mean we ha- we haven't put anything out like that, so I figured we might as well just kind of. You know, show people our diversity in music and shit like that, which, I mean, it's not really much of a surprise. You know, I'm Puerto Rican. Uh, Jordan's half Puerto Rican. Jacob's half Cuban. So, I mean, it's it's in our blood, quite literally. Some dancing fools, too. Not really Jordan as much, but. I could dance. I'm not saying you can't. You just don't. That's very rare. <laughs> it's like two bottles of Hennessy to see Jordan dance. <laughs> Honestly. For me, it's, <laughs> shit, it's, it's a fucking it's a sip of a water. shot and we good to go. <laughs> I don't start. even need the shot. I'll dance regardless, but Honestly. the shot always helps. Honestly, loosens up a little bit. I mean, fuck. 
When I'm around the house, I'll just break out and fucking dance. Yeah, I, I mean, that's different. But I'm if I'm out in fool. public, I do. I need. I need a little lubricant, a little something to loosen me, loosen me up. To fucking a little lubricant. That was a so, good one. Yeah. Social lubricant. <laughs> social lubricant. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah, do you give that. girls social lubricant when you court them too, or is that yeah, that's on them? Oh, <laughs> if you want it, it's there. Go ahead, order it. Right? <laughs> and with that, episode 85 of the No Hangover Podcast. Oh, like always, you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud. Our visuals are up on YouTube. Uh, you could listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow our social media: mm-hmm. Instagram at No Hangover Podcast, Twitter No Hangover Pod. Go check out the website www.nohangoverpodcast.com. Get the merch. You know, look at look at Jordan. You get a shirt. Look as clean as this guy. Get a, get a shirt. Get a hoodie. Get some socks. A mug. Get whatever Fanny you want. Pack. Fanny back. Leggings yeah. for the ladies. Too. Socks are no longer on there, but we're working oh, on the socks. Scratch that. No socks. No socks. Not right. right now, but they'll be back. But they'll it's be all right. Back. You can wear some slides. Season two. Some... Season two might be approaching soon, too. Boom. Honestly. Start promoting that. Right. Yeah, I actually wanted to shoot for March. Yeah, we're right on time, honestly, for that. So, yeah, look out for, for season, season two. Season two dropping in a soon. Couple of weeks. Heard it here first. I'm going to put that together. You got to listen to the episodes to keep up on... Uh, all this new information. We're also going to do a give you giveaway one of these episodes. As I give well. you away. I give you away. <laughs> I give you away. So tune in. You might be one of those special people to get yeah, a free hoodie, free shirt, something of that nature. But uh, look out. We'll definitely announce it. We'll announce it on social media, and then you'll have to watch an episode to get the keyword to get the boom. That's prize. some fucking nifty shit. Nifty but we'll shit. let y'all know. We'll let y'all know. Yep. And just like that, episode eighty-five. Well, let's finish off with our extended family real quick because XL10 right. I guess I can't is leave. part of that extended family. So let's give a shout out to them real quick. Um, if you want your tent, if you need a car tinted, a residential property, you got a boat that needs to be tinted. Honestly, if it's glass and you can see through it, XL10, they can do it. Boom. Um, you can follow them on Instagram at XL underscore tent. If you're on Facebook, find them at XL tent. Phone number is 386-479-7111. And you can call or text for a free quote. Boom. And last but not least, Central Homes Roofing, more specifically, Project Manager Skyler Montgomery Kenny from the good old southern town of Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Give him a call. 407-603-5553. He will give you a free inspection. So if you got missing shingles, a leaky roof, you might need a whole new roof. My man can hook you up. And if you can't reach him there, he does have an email. That is centralhomeskyler at gmail.com. He will treat you right. He will do you right. And when he asks who sent you, tell him the boys I know Hangover did. Yes, sir. The man at No Hangover. Bow. Sorry about that. but And just like that, any last words? Anything you want to finish off with? Anything else you want to say? Eric's favorite we... line. Everybody love everybody. Boom. He took it from me. But, hey, everybody love everybody. We out.